What is up, everybody? Welcome to the long-awaited episode of the Court of Capes, where we dive into a new show that is anime titled Akame Got Kill. Oh, man. Well, during this podcast, if you are new to us, we discuss rate and rank hero content of all sorts of varieties. We've hit up shows like The Batman, Iron Man Armored Adventures, Demon Slayer, X-Men Evolution, lots of different kinds of episodes that we review, we talk about, we go into depth of our thoughts as maybe professionals. Guys, are we professionals yet? Like Yes. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. We're professionals. You know, so Leave it to the professionals, ladies and gentlemen. But we do implore that you go watch some of the shows that we have reviewed or just listen to our reviews. Uh, well, without further ado, I'm going to introduce myself along with my fellow judges. I am the Darkness Correspondent, the Renegade Judge Shelton. Alongside of me, we have, we'll keep it up, the showman, the conqueror, Judge Cooper. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the I new age, everyone. <laughs> where, oh, the, where the conspiracy theorist steps down and the conqueror rises the up. The conqueror rises. We also have the chaos bringer. Let's see if he brings some chaos this episode. Our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, Judge Brown. This is only happening because I'm allowing it. Uh, and I last graciously week, accept. But not <laughs> least. The special inquisitor, the young one, a wanda visionary, Anthony Cooper. I fully support this decision, fellow conqueror. <laughs> fellow conqueror. Thank oh, you, conqueror. Conqueror in action only, not title. He's deputy conqueror. <laughs> deputy yeah, conqueror. Gotta see that badge. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm like little Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> little Keanu. Oh man. Um uh, as I said, we are today. We will be ranking or ranking. We'll be discussing Akame Ga Kill uh, season one, which is the only season I believe. Um, episodes one through six, and I am excited to get into it. But before we dive into each specific episode, Curtis has some questions, bro. Yeah, um, it's been a long time since we started a new, a new uh, show. Yes, like. What September? Earlier? August? When did we start Transformers? I didn't even mention ago. Transformers. My goodness, sorry, JC. And I, I, we I think it was August. It was August. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like mid-August. So um, here it is. Here it is. January of the next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this is a shorter show, Jeff. Shorter show. Yes. And the, the next few will be short too. But uh, more about that later. I just want to know everyone's general thoughts about the show so far. And I want to start with Joshua Shelton. I knew you would start with me. I like had a feeling that you would start with me. Because I know nothing about how you reacted to this show. 
Yes. I, oh, I guess I didn't text you anything. Um, I'll say that I, I literally just watched the episodes right before. So did I. So, so the emotions. Oh, they're are still there, bro. They, hit. they hit. They are fresh. Let's go. I was hoping you were going to do that. Curtis, name off my titles. Just the two. Uh, your. Oh, your like your show titles? Yes, my show titles. Here, like well, the... you. You are the renegade and the mm-hmm. darkness correspondent. The darkness correspondent, ladies and gentlemen. I would ask, give me your ears. As the darkness correspondent, I was very, very satisfied. Yes. Like, Oh my goodness. There were so many dark elements in this show that I absolutely freaking loved. From like from slashy slash to uh, I can't mention something because we we will get into it when we yes, get into we will. it. But I mean there was a moment of like like human trafficking and Yeah. Just like the Some origin stories of each of the characters. And it's just like, oh my goodness. This is so dark. There are, are, are fictional elements to this, of course. But there are also real world elements that speak to me. New um, ground for the Court of Capes. Very, very new ground. There are a lot of elements that are not PG, ladies and gentlemen, in this show. So... Now this uh, show, I would put yes. an R rating on it. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I I, I would too. But yeah, so those, therefore those JC thoughts. will be swearing on this episode. He's gonna let it all loose. All oh loose. man! Oh man! But yeah, I I general thoughts. I loved it. I I thought the pacing was um, very good. I was like, I was asking some questions as some episodes went by. I'm like. Hmm. There were some unexpected things, which like for me, if you if my jaw hits the floor from something unexpected, like like you did something right. And it definitely yes. occurred during these series of episodes. Because so. like we're because this, this I'm not going to spoil anything that we're going to talk about, but the show kind of lulls you into a false insecurity within like the first like seven minutes where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is one of those like shonen type of shows where you're yeah, like, oh, I, you I got, got like, a ton this. of shonen bias. Yeah. You got like the cute main hero, or or like uh, Anthony, like an isekai. It's very isekai-ish in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, Where, yeah. Like, the, way they, the way they contextualize the world is very like yeah. general and like, oh man, there's definitely like levels to all of the yeah. beasts. Like this yeah. is a level six danger beast. Yeah, like, intentionally very generic. Where you're like, oh, this is just one of those light bubbly, like, oh, we're gonna go slay some monsters type of shows. But he's then like, a sweater, and he's got a sword. He, yeah, he's a big nerd. Yeah, but there, yeah. Uh, then the show quickly reveals its ugly side to you, and it is good, very good. JC, give me your general thoughts. Okay, you know there there's some nice, uh, really cool weapons in the show. Oh yes, there are, and, and some of those happen to be swords. Ooh, some of them. And you know, I'm, I may or may not really like swords. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed? If sheer, anyone knows, <laughs> the sheer audacity, JC. The sheer <laughs> audacity. Ah, uh, 
I love you, Josh. <laughs> but, oh man, just overall, the show, really, really good. Like, yeah, it's definitely a very mature show, very dark in a lot of ways. Uh, but the way they handle it, like, it's not like, like, it's all done very purposefully, I feel like, and it's all justified in how they frame it and the general tone, and it's not just there to be there, like, gratuitously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's well-fitting uh, in tone, and it's well-deserved. Yeah, exactly. And just overall, it's just such a cool show, a cool fantasy setting where we're able to just escape into this world, and not a great world, mind you, but a world that they're trying to make better, which I think we can all resonate with. And it's just really cool. I'm excited to see where it goes, and I'm here for the journey. Anthony, what number of watch is this for you, for a comedy gothic? Complete uh, playthrough? I think it's four. I think it's four. But, like... I've rewatched singular episodes more than that. Yeah. So what were your what were your vibes of this specific rewatch? Uh, this is the kind of show where like when you've seen it, like is it's it's short enough to where and everything is so memorable in how everything's artistically laid out that like you remember like a lot. Like a lot. So it's exactly how I remember, which is awesome. I love I love the uh the, how the story how the story is uh paced it's paced like not in like a oh man we got a rush but it's not paced in a oh man we got a lot to set up it's very yeah, like, it doesn't it doesn't mess around it doesn't mess around it, it you it, it's paced like a show that has a definitive ending for this stuff right a, a definitive direction in mind yeah and it's 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 fantastic i love so it did because this show's got some some weird humor and I like it. It's like it's like weird for anime sometimes. Like it's not like in the oh man, this is kind of like unsettling kind of humor. It's more like oh man, this is quirky. This is some quirky humor. Um, and the voice acting is great. All of it just just hits because I love this show. I love this show for reasons y'all don't even know yet. Ooh ooh ooh. Yeah, I completely agree with everything you just said. This is my second watch, and I watched it the first time in 2020. So there's there's still plenty I didn't remember. Um, but just kind of seeing how, like, things are foreshadowed, especially, like, in, like, the first and, and fifth episodes that we'll talk about, like, seeing how they're, like, the show has a really dark sense of humor with its foreshadowing, where it's, like, one character's, like, oh, yeah, like, I love treating people this way. And then you find out they're, like, a sadistic murderer later. And you're like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Holy frick. I watched the um, show when it, when it was coming out, by the way. Wow. I was 14. Ooh. Oh, man. You're a young boy. A young boy. Young boy. An impressionable youth. But <laughs> shall we get into... Okay, one last question before we start. Right. Everyone's right. opinions on the opening song. Oh, I was I was gonna ask that, but that's cool. Um, no, I I uh, I actually I really love the opening song. It's at like a number three or number four for me. Uh, nice. Uh, for the rankings that we established, it, I it love gets a lot you in of the mood. 
Yes. He gets me in the mood to watch it. JC, we've discussed this much, uh, like, often. What about you? What are your thoughts, bro? Oh, man. I, I'm not ready to rank this. It, okay. Oh, okay. You well, don't know. I, I said, like, three or four as, like, unofficial ranking, but we can give an official ranking next episode. Okay. We got uh, about, yeah, we got seven more episodes with this theme, and then the show switches themes. Oh, okay. I see. So, also, disclaimer, it's been, like, two weeks since I've watched these episodes. Keep that in mind. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> how dare you watch the episodes that we are supposed to record? What? I know, right? I know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I don't remember much of the theme. <laughs> but from what I remember, I remember liking it. I think it'll it'll probably be, like, the upper tier of the shows, but nice. not not the top. Probably, yeah. like, probably three or four as well. That yeah. makes sense. That's what I was kind of thinking, but... Not quite as good as Iron Man Armored Adventures, but in the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, definitely oh. four or five. <laughs> now that I've thought about it more. <laughs> Anthony? Um, um, yeah, it's not my favorite anime theme, but it's, it's good. It's very solid. Yeah, very solid. I'd, I'd agree with that. So without further ado, episode one. Yes, let's go. Let's get on. All right, episode one titled Kill the Darkness. Uh, Can we just say that I love the titles of these because they're kill something and it's fucking fun. Yeah, it's all kill, 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 and which resonates with the entire show. I mean, that's that's what a lot lot of things going on. All right, so Kill the Darkness, um, according to Netflix description here, the fighter Tatsumi, I kind of, I like his name. It's it's like unique, but it's also memorable. There's so many names out there in shows that are you just forget. Uh, wants to earn money for his poverty-stricken village. After being robbed by a mysterious woman, however, his dreams quickly go up in smoke. Okay. Uh, my point number one. Uh, so there was a lot of, like, I wouldn't say dilly-dallying going on, but just a lot of, like, just kind of building in the beginning of this episode. So I, I would say that, like, things didn't really, like, pick up, like, the pace until we were introduced into a freaking awesome group, Night Raid. Like, yeah, until as, the murdering started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the darkness, as the darkness corresponded. <laughs> night raid is freaking ba like like my initial thoughts when i was first when i first saw them i'm like they were just like hanging from threads like right there just standing on threads yes. i thought that was the coolest freaking thing with the pink moon as the background yeah i have no idea why the moon was pink does anybody it's the murder moon josh it's time <laughs> it's for murder. murder it's a blood moon blood, blood, blood moons are things <laughs> they are things, but um, but I thought that like that that just picture right there was absolutely amazing. That shot was great, and they all looked so ba. Um, and then number two, as I when I was about to present this show, Curtis ended up presenting this show. I just like was going off of things that I had read. It had good ratings. I was really interested in you know design and characters and stuff like that, but I had never seen the show, so. I thought that, like, the how evil that, like, this show, like, was the, the, the amount of evil, the depth of evilness 
that was revealed in the show was extremely unexpected, but like yeah. welcome. I absolutely loved it. Like that family being one Ooh. that captured people and would torture them. Oh my goodness. That was so unexpected. Like they seemed like the nicest people. Mm-hmm. Very like standard like anime, like, oh traveler, hello, welcome yeah. to the first level. Yeah, like the like the old guy in Demon Slayer, like, oh, you can't go outside. You know, it's nighttime. There's demons. You know, stay in here. You know, I'll mm-hmm. feed you, blah, blah, blah. And you can go on your way. You know, be nice. And then just the just the scene that they see inside that shed of of the people hanging there. Like, I, I tell you, oh. this show is definitely uh, a, a TV MA or like rated R in a sense that like, even though it's TV 14, I don't know how they got away yeah. with it. I, I've seen it on other streaming services as TV MA, so it's kind of, it's kind of loosey-goosey with that. Yeah. Because like 14, TV 14 in and of itself is kind of in the middle of 13 and R. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought, I thought there is no TV 13 though, right? It's no, no. Just yeah. like the movie ratings, PG thirteen yeah. are. Yeah, that's true. They do. They yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was absolutely wild with the family, but it was like elements of a show that I I, I like. I like that kind of stuff. Um, call me whatever you want. I just when it, when a show reveals that kind of darkness, it's welcomed for me. And then that's my point number three. The shark. It, the show is dark and bloody, and I love it. Like. Give me like at when pe- when someone would be sliced, just the blood would just be shooting out of their arm or whatever, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> People get cut in half in like every episode. Yes, yes, they do. People get cut <laughs> all the time, and uh, and we can talk about it after I make my other point. Um, uh, the animation is not new to like us as like a group but it is kind of new to the podcast so this is a new animation slash art style slightly different than Dean slayer because this is our second anime um but i i like it it's like it's not it's kind of a standard animation type it's a little Um, generic yeah it is kind of generic um but i mean there are so many great animes with that same animation style like fairy tale and naruto in a way so uh, but yeah, it was, it was good quality art and animation. Uh, but something I wanted to talk about with you guys is like his immediate decision to kill that girl. No, mm. like, like I guess I was I I didn't know if I was gonna get under the impression of like he was gonna be a Tanjiro type or a Todoroki yeah. type, you know? Uh, if he was gonna be like those characters or like a Goku type, like any like well, like that. Well, because we're we're so used to like watching these cartoons, animes where like the main character has like this ethical cover, like, you know, like sometimes people die, but I will never overtly try to kill someone. Yeah, I like I, I won't step past that that line to them as a line. But he literally his first killing was just like, Nope, you're dead. He just like he he literally like cut that girl in half. No hesitation. And, like, and I mean he was literally just coming off of like his both of his best friends in the world got murdered. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, and, and so, I mean, he even said like later on and like, I think it's episode two. I don't think I took a note on this. So I'll talk about it now. Where like, he's like, where they're, where he's like, I don't really want to murder people like all the time. And they're like, well, you had no problem like killing this girl. And he was like, yeah, but that was like, I was enraged and like needed revenge. 
Yeah, well, they, they, well, yes, that's true. And they kind of brought it up too because he was going to go on his first mission and they're like, you were, you know, all emotional when you made that kill. Like, are you actually ready to kill? Mm-hmm. And then they told him what the guy did and he's like, I'm ready. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, this is not the protagonist in, that we're used to at all. This um, ain't your grandma's protag. No, no, yeah. not at all. Even though those are welcome. Like, I love yes, Tanjiro. Of course. I love Tanjiro a lot. And I mean, we love Beck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, okay. Uh, I'm curious to know specifically, like, you and JC's thoughts about the first, like, seven-ish minutes where it's, like, honestly pretty boring for me personally. It was. Or at least it definitely was in the beginning where it's like, oh, like, so is this the show that, like, Curtis was pitching? Like, what is going on here? Oh, man, JC, you can go first. I mean, I definitely wasn't, like, turned off of what I was seeing. But I was just like, yeah, I, I kind of got um, My Hero Academia vibes. Like a mm. slow run start kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously this didn't last as long as that. But I was kind of just like, you know, okay, I've been here. I've seen this. I will be patient. And the patience paid off well. Mm. Yeah, the My Hero start, I was like one or two episodes where it was like, oh, yeah. like, mm. <laughs> um, I, I kind of, I kind of, we didn't actually continue watching it, Curtis, but I was kind of thinking of like Seven Deadly Sins, like where it was kind of slow. Uh, it wasn't as pervish, of course, but. We, um, gave, we gave it what, like four or five episodes? Which I mean, uh, for some anime, you have to give it like a season, which I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but like uh, I just didn't take the pervishness of. Yeah, it was very pervish. I thought that was stupid. And this kind of started a pervish where he like, oh, absolutely, know, like fell like, down. He looked, he's like, oh, and she's like, yeah, that's what I am. I was like, okay, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not gonna act all pious. Be like, oh, I would never like watch a show with like objectification. There is objectification in this show. Yes, and some homophobia, but yes, and we will unpack that. um but yeah that's kind of what i thought a very good start like that whole family scene uh building us up nice family we thought this was just going to be him on his adventure you know we were going to follow him and see where it goes um but it took an unexpected welk like unexpected yet enjoyable turn to take us into the world of the next few episodes which leads us to uh, Anthony. Do you have anything to say about episode one that has not been mentioned? It was good. I've seen it like a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so to episode two, kill the authority. Alrighty. In order to become a full member of Night Raid, Tatsumi will have to carry out some difficult tasks. Short and sweet. All right, so uh, point number one, um, Tatsumi meets all of the night boys, and we kind of get, like, short introductions to most of them, where, like, uh, Leone, who's the lion lady, who's, like, what, like, 6'3", 6'5"? Well, see, that's the thing, is I don't understand, I don't understand, because... She she is tall comparatively to him, um, but is he just short? But he like how I young is he? Short. Because they call her an old wo- an older woman. Like how well, old? Well, she's is like she? twenty five, and he's like sixteen or seventeen. Okay, okay. So 
Whereas so, I think yeah. I think mine is a little bit younger or the same age, and then obviously they say that Akane is the same age as him. Yeah, and they say that uh, Shell is older as well. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, what did you all have any first impressions of the Night Raiders that you would like to share from this episode? First, first, first impressions. Um, I don't even know if Anthony can remember his first impressions of the characters. Um, uh, some of them. <laughs> um, I mean, Leone was the most prevalent in this episode. She was, mm-hmm. you know, she was there all the time. And I liked her. You know, I liked her character. I, I thought her design was kind of interesting. Um, it's, I mean, it, it falls under the category of sexist anime design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like that she owns it. Like, you know, she's like, this is this is who I am, you know. So Yeah, like she's very like confident. Yes. Uh I I love I love Akame. Like Akame like she's awesome. She's like the most BA character, but also the most fresh. Yes. And you can tell like with her the weight of her past and stuff like that, it's there with her. But it's like she doesn't force it on anybody. She just lives with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bulat. Uh, I Bulat. Thought, yes. I thought his armor design was super awesome. Oh, I love his armor design. Um, it's but so good. Yes, his armor design was so freaking awesome. And then he's like, oh, maybe you don't recognize him with the armor. And then they're like, yeah, this is Bulat. And he's gay. And then, like... Uh, Tatsumi's reaction to that, I was like, uh, hmm. Hmm, uh, okay, yeah, like, because like I'm a, I'm a, I'm of two minds on this. On one hand, I think that Bulat himself is a fairly good character slash yes. portrayal of like a gay anime man, mm-hmm. um, because like. Yeah, sure. They they do like have the immature jokes where like he quote unquote makes a pass at the main character, which is tropey and stupid. But yeah. the fact that like he is like this super powerful, like still like the tank of the team, and not like some like super effeminate, like basically like Joker type character, mm-hmm. like gay people usually are in uh, anime. Um, I like, thought that that's a really great subversion of that. Like Hunter x Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I, I just didn't like that. Like, even though like wait, once he was saying he was gay, it was like automatically he was deemed pervy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a pervert deemed, by like, some of the people. Deemed a little like predatory. No, yeah, I don't predatory. Like that. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like there's no reason for this to happen. But I mean, as though as a character, like Tatsumi may have never met someone who was. True. Who was gay. So, he came from a small village in the sticks. And, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but from the little I do know, like, the Japanese relationship to LGBT is a little dicey sometimes. Gotcha. Yeah, I would say that the most, like, I liked a lot of the characters. Um, Mine, I I liked her. Lubbock was just like, eh. I think they just kind of like, oh, this is Lubbock. And that's kind of Standard, like, per character, at least in the beginning. Uh. Yeah, so that was it. Right, JC, you can give your thoughts. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think anything, anyone really jumped out at me much except for Akame, who, super cool, loved the sword. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, the sword is awesome. And the fact that it has power, where it's first, yes. one slash will kill a person by, like, injecting... It's an evil magic sword. Evil oh. magic sword. So, so cool. Love it. Here for her. She's amazing. Um, what's the armor guy's name again? Abol? Um, yes. His name That's... is Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His name bro. is Bro, though. His name is Bro. You can call me handsome or Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, okay. I did like that a lot. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> the fact that you just said his name like three times, like right before I had to say it, and then I still forgot it. Uh, well, I mean, when me and Anthony talk about this show, we exclusively call him Bro. So, well, yeah, bro it is. I've seen bro I've it seen is. this show more than anybody. I don't know his name. <laughs> Good, thank goodness. Uh, but the armor's amazing, and I love it. It's literally ingenium for My Hero Academia, except evil, uh, kind of. Because everybody's yeah. kind of evil. Yeah, kind of sinister. Kind of morally ambiguous. Like, they say they're doing... I mean, I mean, I love that scene. I can't remember if it was episode one or, or which one it was, but it's like... Uh, it was episode two. I think you're about to quote yeah, episode two. No matter what, we're still murderers. Yes. Yeah. They're just, and, like, laughing at the idea that, that they're doing justice. And it's like, no, we're not. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, there's no like, justice in the way we do things, was the other quote. Yeah, because, like, Tatsumi says, like, oh, you guys are fighting for justice. And everybody laughs at him. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely morally ambiguous. Yeah. Because, like, well, basically, they're, they're, the whole, they're the whole idea of, like, we are going to do these awful things and put this, like, quote-unquote, sin on us so that no one has to ever do this again when we, like, break this up. Mm-hmm. Because the end is justifying the means to them. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right, man. Anthony, what are what are some first impressions you would like to share that you can remember? Uh, first, thing. Let's see. Uh, man. So let's see. How many years this ago? Like, like two thousand fourteen is when it came out. How many years ago was that, JC? Uh, was that eight. Eight years ago. Well, probably like seven and a half since like 2022 is still a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fledgling. Um, let's see. Eight years ago to the T, I remember uh, re- really just connecting with Tatsumi himself. He's a very good like, uh, oh, man, I don't know what's going on. I can insert myself into this character type, especially because I was, I guess, the demographic of this show that they were targeting. So I was 14, and this is for 14-year-olds in Japan. There you go. Um, and so he worked really good as a pro tag, and I was like, oh, man, who are all these weirdos? Um, and th- that was kind of like my reaction, and uh, – and, you know, after this kind of episode, each episode kind of focuses more on, like, a singular yeah. type of character. So, like, I didn't really connect with any of them so far. I'm just, I was just kind of thinking, oh, man, I wonder what they all do. Uh, I wonder what their cool things are besides the Beast Lady, you know. Uh, but mainly, I was connected to Tatsumi. And I was also just kind of fixated on the boss of, like, is her arm inside the robo thing? Or is that a regular arm? Or is that just the <laughs> detachment? What's going on there? Hmm. 
the eyes of a fourteen-year-old. I didn't really, I didn't really focus on man. <laughs> How did the characters impact me? Yeah, I, I, I kind of got like uh, Hashira vibes. Like they kind of reminded me of the Hashira. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just less weird, I'd say, because the Hashira were pretty weird. But yeah, a very strong Hashira vibes when we first met them. I think we we learn a lot more about these characters a lot faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we did. Yeah, we, we, we still know, like, know very little about, about the Hashira yeah. and Demon Slayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one of the biggest strengths of this show, at least so far, is the character development is not like as fleshed out as some other shows because they don't have enough time to do that, but it is very succinct and effective because they have to be fast with it. But they develop the characters enough to where, like, okay, this moment hits. At least in my opinion. So do you know if the plan was just to have one season? I have no uh, idea. The, it was basically like, we're going to make this season as complete as possible. And if we want to make a sequel that follows manga that hasn't come out yet, then we can. Mm. Uh, but the manga has come out of, of a sequel and a side thing and uh, there are currently uh, no plans for that. Gotcha. So yeah, this 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 show has a definitive conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the way but they're yeah. pacing things, from what we've seen, I kind of expect a con- like a conclusion for the ending. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I I kind of echo a lot of you all's opinions. Um, I thought definitely the most interesting was Bulat at this point, bro. Um, just because of like, oh yeah, I like this, but I don't like this, and it's just the most like, oh, that got the most reaction out of me. Other mm. than like Akame being fresh, um, and uh, the other characters we will hear more about later. So moving along with the points, um, gotta mm. love Akame and the meat. Like when you don't get it. The, Why the, is she so by, into meat? <laughs> she loves meat, and she is hungry all the time. Like they talked about that one dish where it was like a tofu dish and a beef dish. It was like a tofu <laughs> beef bowl, and she's like, "And I'll yep. throw some fried chicken on that too." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> the reactions of the other characters is like, "Can't you do some vegetables?" I'm like, "That's interesting," you know? Yeah, and like uh, I think it's it talks to me who's like calling all of them like psychopaths like three or four times in this episode when he's meeting her. He's like, "These people are crazy." Yep. <laughs> Um, so another point about this, this episode, but also in general, um, even minor characters have awful, tragic backstories. Like that one small backstory about like, they get, they have an informant for the next mission and the informant mentions like her fiance that died. And then, um, Leone mentions like, oh yeah, like, uh, according to like my B senses, like she smells like she like has like these sicknesses and these ailments. And we come to find out that like, she was like selling her body so that she could like just live because like the the messed up system like executed her fiance and so like to get back at it she was like informant for like night raid it's like wow whoa whoa that's intense crazy yeah the public executions oof yeah oh man and, oh goodness and then we get a bit of Akame's backstory that Leone talks about. We're like, oh, yeah, like Akame was basically uh, sold. Yeah, she says sold to like 
the uh, kind of like a assassin's uh, element of the military and was basically trained to murder people from like a very young age with her sister. And uh, that will come up later. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, uh, yeah, she uh, is sad, like all of them, to a certain degree. Yeah, but um, she and, still and cares then, for people deeply. Yeah. And then we get to the quote-unquote main um, monster of the week of this episode, which is the ogre, who is like the one of the head, like... Um, heads of like the local military i think it's like specifically the city's military um but yeah he's real corrupt and he's like killing people for no reason and he's just terrible um and his quote is quote nothing like finishing off a long day of torture with knocking down a cold one mm-hmm. am i right like, <laughs> am i <laughs> just another oh, day God. at the office um and you're like oh so this guy's this guy's yeah. bad yeah, just another he's a good um, guy at heart. He's a working man. Maybe I'll invite Mr. Rogers. You know, <laughs> another good day in the Capitol. <laughs> um, is it is it him that like they talk about um, how? Um, no, I think it's a different character where they're talking about like how he did have like a reason for like being like awful. That's the next one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the next, the next guy. One. This guy just sucks. Um, but uh, the fight is fun because we get to see Tatsumi like step up for the first time, and that freaking finishing move where he dices the dude up is awesome. Yep, like yeah. love that. I like how it's like a still image, but they put motion on it. Yeah, so, like, like the, the blood coming out looks so cool. Yes, and like the just the kill shots in general in this show are amazing. Yeah. I, I I really liked um and like after going like uh at post episode. So this was like the first fight we saw with Tatsumi. Yeah. Like the very mm-hmm. first fight. And I loved his approach. Like he was being he was trying to be cunning and manipulative and like get him in, you know, he got him kind of where he wanted him, yet uh the ogre fought back and but it was a short fight, you know. Mm-hmm. It was pretty short. Yeah, it had a like a lot of drama to it and then a lot of weights that, you know, we'll talk about later. Oh um, yeah. To if it. there if there's one thing that uh you gotta remember in this show, pretty much everything has consequences. If you kill somebody, then somebody else is gonna want revenge. Yeah, so like but I, I enjoyed the fight. But I thought it was kind of short, so it's like are all the fights gonna be like this with him or like how are they gonna do it? Um Turns out some things are different, but... Yeah. Yeah. Nope, the fights are not all going to be this short. No. But they're not Dragon Ball Z, so... <laughs> We're getting there! Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Dude, like, this whole show is not even a full fight in DBZ. <laughs> or, like, some of the Yu-Gi-Oh! duels would just turn out to be so long, too. It's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are about six episodes if you get to the big ones. That's true. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> this is the opposite of that. <laughs> like, JC, Yugi and Kaiba's final duel is like six episodes long. Yeah, yeah. There's some in 5Ds that are six episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't uh, like that. I think I'm good. I like it. I love I, it. I like some of the, like, the dialogue, because sometimes Naruto fights would last a little longer, but they would have good dialogue to them and like explaining things and you know trying to get your emotions going. 
but the emotion the emotional like weight of the situation had already been set and was set well so yeah uh we move okay last okay last point is uh funny that they they strip down tatsumi or at least uh, akame does like make sure he doesn't have any wounds and it's like oh comedy and then uh like the music just stops and like she's like i'm actually like really glad you're okay yeah and you're like oh we love to see it everybody's a big family she still cares so much like like hats off to her for going through so many of the like the trauma that she had gone through yet still being able to care to the depth Mm -hmm. that she does absolutely to someone that she just met like yeah yeah they definitely wrote her character to be uh lovable extremely lovable amazing character yeah so episode trash kill your chaos yeah, yeah. That's a me. <laughs> All right. Kill your cares. Tatsumi is supposed to accompany mine on a special mission to town, but the day doesn't go at all according to plan. <laughs> Good Netflix description. I like these. Yeah, it's better than the X-Men Evolution descriptions. Oh, or is it Transformers Prime that were super long? No, I think it was X-Men Evolution. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, the ones that were weird and didn't didn't help. Um, so this episode starts out with uh, a bunch of bunch of these like spy dudes running around, uh, tribal spy dudes, and uh, we get to see some action with Bulat again. Which this was like a a high point for me. Where like there's like eight dudes coming at him, and he just like disintegrates. Like oh yeah, absolutely disintegrates. Where there's just literally blood like floating in the air. Turns so, him into cool. Pace. so cool. Uh, we get to see a lot of death. It's so nice. We get to see Akame just freaking destroy dudes. It's so cool. Um, but this is not what this episode's about. This is the mine episode. Mine. Uh, so basically, uh, Tatsumi and mine go shopping. And then it gets real deep. Uh, yes. So point number. So so first question: What do you guys think of mine? Um, I mean, what do I think of her now, or what did I think of her? What do you yeah, think first of her impression. now? Oh, what oh, do I think? Okay, okay. what do I think of her now? Is I love her. driving the bus. I love yeah. her. Yeah, the first impression is she's she she's a little annoying, probably. Yeah, she's a little annoying and seems shallow. But you like it's characters like those in anime that you know like are usually like really powerful. Or like yeah. have something about them. So like she's such uh, a tsundere. Yeah. So like so like uh, in Hunter X Hunter, there's like you know their mentor for a while when they were playing the game was kind of like that. You know, um, like her. Um, so yeah, annoying seems kind of shallow, but super powerful. That was the vibe I got at first. Uh, but now I love her. Like i i really like her character i don't think there's any character that i dislike we don't know much about lubbock um he's still kind of on the we'll figure things we will out later on i like i do i like his weapon though like his weapon is dope yeah his weapon's super dope but i like i like uh mine i do jc 
I think the true like moment when I was like, okay, I love her is when uh, Tatsumi enters her room and she was still getting dressed and she just tries to <laughs> murder him with her gun. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that's she a great don't moment. take nothing. <laughs> She's yeah. freaking destroying the compound. And like, I, mean, I, I love that the boss, the boss and Leone are just kind of like sipping tea or like smoking and chilling. Yeah. It's like, it's another test. It's just another test. <laughs> And Tatsumi's just like, you almost killed me. And she's just like, yeah, you moved. (laughs) Ah, such a cool character. Love her. The kind of woman that JC needs in his life. Yes. Come to me. All right. So so I think, uh, well, that was hot point number one was, what do you think of her? Hot point number two is, uh, this is the episode with the public executions. It, that that is just, the way that they set it up, and the way that like they they look at it is is wild. Like yeah. like they have like the the shot of them like looking up, and it's like three crosses, and you're like, oh man, these guys probably died for nothing. Yeah, you know, it, like, for it, no good reason. It definitely seemed like it, well, it was pretty dark that they were just you know up staring, you know. But it's like what they what what could they do? Uh, I mean, well, and it's just it's just really like affecting because this is a this, this is a people with like fairly modernish technology, and like you see people in like just standard business suits walking around too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, people are getting crucified. Whoa, yeah, yeah, crazy. And we yeah. get to see a little bit behind the scenes of the people running this country with Prime Ooh. Minister Honest. And uh, oh, what's his? What's the kid's name? The emperor. They always uh, called him the young boy, or the his nephew. It's emperor something, but it doesn't matter. His name. It's emperor kid. Emperor kid. Yep, there we go. Um, and uh, we get to see how they how they conduct business, and it's like, oh man, he's actually not doing anything. It's all the evil prime minister behind the scenes. Yeah, they they kind of the the guards of the family in episode one said that. Yeah, and I was kind of like thinking to myself, I'm like, oh man, the the guards knew about this, and it seems that they were warning Tatsumi of that. Um, but it, I I think it's interesting that in the, in the same breath they're like, oh yeah, you should also watch out for these night raid people. They're killing all like the important people. It's like, how about you put two and two together and be like, hey, they're like, yeah, like trying to like change the like oppression. Yeah, but also, like, their willingness to guard and protect a family that was just trafficking people. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're real evil. So, like, the, the guards were really interesting at that point. I'm like, how could you, like, you know, I guess it's realistic. Because a lot, a lot of people do that, you know. They'll do one thing that's bad, and they're like, that's kind of in the same realm. They're like, no, that's totally different. Cognitive dissonance. You know, so, yeah, exactly. And that's definitely what was happening in the guards. And it's something that happens with people all the time, especially when they enter a morally ambiguous area. So. But, yeah, Not sorry. Good. That, that, that's the end of my rant. <laughs> good rant. Yep, big corrupt uh, leadership going on in this world. But uh, there's also, um, to my next hot point, there's also 
even more bad things and you're like oh how could there be more how could be there more bad things than just the human trafficking slavery and then killing people there's also foreign racism yeah, like yeah. A lot of, apparently that the this this country that i forgot the name of we call it britannia oh uh, gosh <laughs> oh gosh they got the britannia where he's at in the 11s man you gotta love it yeah kind of the same thing where mine comes from uh basically it was a uh, uh she's half foreign tribe uh, of a tribe and then half of this country but she's still treated like crap and yeah. she was abused and all this stuff in her childhood. And so her main reason for joining the revolution is so that, that nobody has to go through the harsh race, uh, you know, uh, anti-alien uh, kind of stuff going on here. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So, first of all, I'm surprised we didn't see Pepper Potts cameo here. Um, but <laughs> She just throws, gosh. like, rocks at her. Get out of yeah. here. No one here. She's in full uh, chunky 3D. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, her and her original, her original look, just standing there. Oh, <laughs> she annihilates her. But uh, the second one is like mine's approach to the situation is more of like individual strength. Like, be strong enough to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's the most important thing. Rather than even though she is a part of a team and she does care for those people, like she states, like I will never be weak enough to basically die to these people like yeah to die this way yeah which is such a cool and very heart-wrenching motivation yeah and it, it, it's it cool to, like herself. it's cool that they like sub- subvert like girl like oh yeah she looks like a cute little girl but like her like motivation is one based out of like strength and like almost like brute forcing her way through life mm-hmm. and that goes toe-to-toe with her awesome weapon pumpkin where it's all about one shot, one kill, hopefully. Uh, dope weapon. And it is it's a, a dope more, weapon. I don't know what quantifies it. It's just the plot that quantifies how much danger she's in. But it's still a cool mechanic. You're right. I believe that it basically is the plot. Whatever is happening at that moment determines how strong the gun is. Because it could be a little sniper shot, or it could be a Kamehameha the size of Texas. <laughs> so I was totally, yeah, I was totally, with the way they described it at first, I thought maybe it was how she felt in the moment. Like, uh, but then there was uh, a, a moment in the later episode that we'll get to where it, she stated, oh, the danger's gone, so the gun is not as strong. Even so though she's like, very clearly in the danger zone. Yeah, even though she probably feels very, yeah, in the danger zone. Hashtag Kenny Longins. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, like, Kenny Longins. Yeah, Kenny Longins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you say danger <laughs> zone? I mean, come on now. Come Big on. shout out. Big yeah, anime yeah, without Kenny Longins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is good to be back with you boys. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think yeah, for my mental health sake, we, we definitely need to do this more often. Um but yeah. Oh. I uh, I agree that it it seems that it's just a plot thing, Anthony. Uh, in the fight that we got in this episode wasn't a big glamorous one. Basically, mm-hmm. they shot this dude who was like uh 
basically capturing women and abusing them. And so she's like, I'm going to take this guy out. And then he's like, but won't all the other guys get hurt? And she's like, probably not because I'm a sniper genius. And then she shoots the guy and then a big Kung Fu master comes after him. And then uh, she uh, blasts him through the heart. But she shoots him too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of burns his hair a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, sure, yeah, she did graze him a little bit, so it's what we wished happened in Dragon Ball Z with Piccolo and Raditz, um, but instead. And she's such an interesting character when it comes to fighting because she's obviously, she's not going to have this crazy, like, animation or fight style with her, but, like, she's she's super powerful, but she, she also has a sense of mortality to her to where, like, she probably can't take a punch. If she's she literally a glass cannon. Yeah, I kind of was getting cool. that vibe too. Like, I don't think she could really hold it in hand-to-hand combat against, uh, like. You Thankfully, know, I, she's agile. She yes. can dodge. She got a big gun. She does have big a big gun. gun. Oh, that's about it for the hot points. Very, very good episode. Yeah, it was. It was like obviously the like some of the pace had been set, but this episode really starts to. Great. We're, like, we're in the groove now. Yes. Yes. At absolutely. least the groove in these first six episodes because things are a change still. <laughs> I'm I believe it. All right. Uh JC, do you have anything to say about episode three? I mean it was a solid episode. I don't think anything that hasn't already been said. Yeah. Um I will ask a question though, uh before we move on. I believe this is his question. Oh yeah. So uh, before we move on, real quick, uh, just leave a name real fast. Now that we've seen most character weapons, basically all of them, which do you like the most? Mine is mm. directly tied to spoilers. So, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it would have to be between you and that. Okay. Well, we can then uh, we will push that question forward to when uh, we finish our last episode. Ben, sounds yep. good. Yeah. Episode four. Okay. So, according to Wikipedia, the members of Night Raid go up against the infamous Zanku, a former executioner who became addicted to beheading his victims at night. Oh, where was that? Was was that Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah that was, that was, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, that was longer, but yeah. Well, yeah, the the, the actual descriptions, like paragraph. But, <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. So, first hot point for this episode, we get a lot of the origin and a true breakdown of the Imperial Arms. You get lore. True. We get, get lore. lore. I Which gave you the lore many? episode, JC. I, I appreciate it a lot. Well, me and Anthony did. And, yes, and that is fitting because this episode is titled Kill the Imperial Arms User. Very, very apt. Oh, yeah. We get to learn that they were made as basically like super weapons from a distant king in the past who uh, wanted to make sure that basically he was leaving this legacy that would never die and that like, what he built would always be protected, essentially. And it's pretty cool how they break that all down, how they talk about, is there, like, 40-something of them? Is that right? 48 or 9. 
Yeah. 48, so I think. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it is 48. Yeah, but they're still pretty darn rare. So it's amazing that each and every single person in Night Raid has one. Yeah, because they killed someone and took it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... It's like the Dark Saber. <laughs> star Saber. Dark Star Saber. Oh, man. Great reference. But, yeah, so it's also explained that whenever two Imperial arms go against each other, one person always dies. Yes. Yes, yes, that's, yes, yes. That's going to be very important. Oh, gosh, JC. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it, but we just keep moving on. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Shadow. Man, uh, so yeah, so a lot of cool lore, love that, and I'm excited to see more and more of these Imperial Arms, and see what cool things the writers come up with, because man, I'm excited. So, second hot point for this episode, we get Akame Loves to Eat Part 2. Yes. (laughs) And we get to see her downing some food, and one of the other members of Night Raid wasn't there yet, so their bowl of food was just sitting there, and Akame decides, I'm going to eat that too. <laughs> and that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. It's just so fun seeing like the little quirks like built out for her, because she's such a good character. So lovable. Yeah, she is. But she also doesn't mess around. Good old Tatsumi goes up against Zanku, the executioner. And basically his whole thing is he has an Imperial Arms that can allow him to have some precognition and amongst other abilities. A lot of things. (laughs) Seems kind of OP. We we only saw like three of them. He stated there were five. Yeah, yeah. He has like kind of like five things. But yeah, there, there are five, but he we only saw three of them. So so he has X ray vision. He has precognition, mm-hmm. and he can uh, basically impart visions of your loved ones upon his yeah, image. One you well, and, and he can and he can read minds. That's four. Yeah, we saw four. Actually. Oh, we, we saw, saw four. four. Okay, yeah, that's true. what we didn't see was his trump card. That's true. Yeah. But is, is precognition different than reading minds? Precognition yeah, that's is knowing what you're no, going to yeah, do. He, he, yeah, so like knowing what they could do uh, before it happens. So like it's not like future, reading the mind. You can actually read before it, it before like even a thought occurs. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Basically, okay. JC, he has Pegasus powers. Oh, that's a great <laughs> reference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah so a lot of really cool things and of course uh with tatsumi going up against him tatsumi doesn't have an imperial arms so nobody's gotta die it's all fine but uh uh the executioner put i believe it was his fem- his 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 female friend's uh image upon himself yeah yeah it was uh yash yash i don't remember her name yeah it was like yaori or something 
Started with Some... a Y, though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nezuko. It's Nezuko. <laughs> but, yeah, so he, he basically just cannot kill his friend. He thinks that she was resurrected. He thinks she's fine. And this dude is about to be destroyed by the executioner. Until Akame steps in and goes up against the executioner and who and he imparts her younger sister's image onto himself. See, after they've been fighting for a while, he uses that on Akami. Akami. Yeah, but she doesn't hesitate and she strikes the image of her younger sister and kills the executioner. That was so crazy. Dating. My desire to kill her is because I love her so much. Oh. Uh. Like, uh. The, the, like, what? <laughs> like, what did you have to do? What have you gone through? Like, first of all, does sure. that mean her sister is dead? Because I'm under the impression it's possible her sister is still alive, but, or could be still alive. Not saying that she is. Sorry, but that that quote right there, like, oh man, I don't think we understand uh, like JC and I understand to the depths of where that where that came from quite yet. Mm. The depth of like her darkness. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> How dark is her darkness in her own dark self? <laughs> in this dark world, in this dark country, where there's dark racism. With her, with her, with her uh, dark sister in the dark shadows of her dark mind. Oh, these with dark, dark visions in these dark dreams. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Is it dark enough, Josh? Yeah. When are we gonna see Bane? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy's Bane. When are we gonna see him? <laughs> Was born in it, molded by it. Oh yeah, it's dark enough for me for sure. <laughs> so that's pretty much all I have for this episode guys what what are your thoughts what a fight between um, the executioner and Akame what a and Tatsumi he had a good fight and, with yeah, that was a good fight um, yeah again it, it seemed like at first like because they ended episode 3 as an introduction to this character uh, and then uh, the beginning of episode four, he's literally having a conversation with someone, and he's like, "Hey, like, how does it feel having a conversation without your body?" Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> like that this guy seemed wild. like, yeah, it was like he was going to be a big deal, but they killed him off in this episode. Mm-hmm. So it it's just like, you know, they're just building up to to a sense, and I think that's really cool that they decided to do that because at first it seemed like. This guy's going to be a big deal and maybe a villain for a while. So we're going to have a villain, which is like the empire, the overarching empire, and then like this guy. But they're like, nah, fam, like this guy's dead now. Like, yeah. but this was this episode was a, an amazing um, a look, further look into uh, Akame as a character. Couldn't agree more. So. Yeah, I, it was it was a great episode. I love fights. I love fights a lot, especially with their swords. Um, it's just speaking yeah. my language. Yeah, 
I mean, that's why Demon Slayer was so good. I mean, because you got sword fighting all the time. But I, I love action along with depth and darkness. And especially that fight scene right there provided it really well. These are my two cents. Great episode. All right, we can get a move on to episode five, right? We're on a yes, time crunch, sir. ladies and gentlemen. All right, so next we have Kill the Empty Dream. Now, on Netflix, it's Kill the Dream, but in the show, it's titled Kill the Empty Dream, which is a lot cooler. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. No, yeah you're right. Number one, we have the quote that we mentioned earlier. Tatsumi is quite popular with older women. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, hopefully Tatsumi waits until he hits 18 before shenanigans happen. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Shell is adorable. Like yes. her introduction when like she's just like sleeping there, like on uh on the side of Tatsumi's bed, just like, yeah, like I am uh I'm the person who's gonna be training you today. And uh the fact that like she they don't really aside from like parts of her character design, they don't really sexualize her at all, which I appreciate. No. She's she's not like trying to like get with Tatsumi. Like uh, Leona, Leone is, and well, uh, no, you're right. You're right. Well, you're I mean, right. she she seems to have like some kind of like a crush on him, but like she's not like trying to make passes at him. No, no, like like what what Leone and them are are pushing is more like towards like like girlfriend material, but Shell's Shell's putting out wife wife material. Yes, 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 and uh, so this. This episode on my first watch made Shell at this point my favorite character because mm. I loved the character work they did with her. Yes, um, her freaking backstory, man. When she's like, I literally have never been good at anything, and like people have hammered that idea into my head to where I believe it a hundred percent. I suck at everything, and then when she tells a story about her friend. Um, getting, like, beaten up by, like, her ex-boyfriend, and she just kills him, and she's, like, you know, like, my friend was, like, shaking on the ground, but, like, I felt absolutely nothing. Like, I felt completely calm. She's good at one And then when, like, and then, like, her friends, or the ex-boyfriend's, like, gang or whatever, like, come to, like, kill her, they're, like, we already killed your parents. And then Shell's just, like, all right. So she whips out the knife that she killed their friend with and just friggin' obliterates them. And she's, like, And she's like, I finally found something I'm good at, killing. Yeah, she sliced. She's just just sliced and diced them, man. Like, yeah, oof, yeah. Oof. And her imperial her imperial arm is definitely one of the most cartoonish looking ones because it's just a big old pair of scissors. But like, Mary, man, the big way old pair she shears. uses that baby, the way <laughs> she uses that baby is sick. Um, so then they're talking back at base. And Tatsumi asks, hey, what is the most powerful Imperial, Imperial arm? And Boss is like, well, I mean, it depends on how you use them, but there is one that can control the power of ice. Yeah, and they I are currently, the ice queen. And they are currently taking out the North's champion. So then uh, we have a little bit of, a, uh, of an arc of where Tatsumi is like, hey, um, maybe there is an Imperial arm that brings people back from the dead. Which, because, like, I mean, everything is, like, super fantasy in this world. So, like, it stands to reason, like, hey, that, he, it makes sense he would think that. Yeah. But then, like, everyone's like, yeah, like, 
death is permanent in this world, Tatsumi. I'm sorry. So Tatsumi is like in his feelings, and then he goes and like is mourning um, his friends again at their graves, and then Shell comes and is like, "It's okay to cry, Tatsumi. Oh, I won't tell anyone." You're like, ah, gosh. ah, yes. Oh my gosh. Just like, oh man, just amazing for both characters. Like, he's just like weeping in her arms and she's like, it's okay. Was that the best romance movie we had ever seen in the Court of Capes? Like, movie, but like, (laughs) moments? Dude, there were sparks flying. Oh my gosh, man. It wasn't sexual at all. It was just nope. like, I'm it was here for you, despite like what the environment puts on, you know, uh, being part of the, the nights, the, the whole deal. And it's like, it kind of like had the subtle message of like, yeah, we're a bunch of like assassins, but like, it's okay to mourn the people you care about, which foreshadows some real sad stuff <laughs> that we will not get into until next episode. Oh, uh, no, I, we will ooh, not. I was literally, oh man, I was literally like, yeah, I, I wrote down when she did this, I said, so many ships, who, who do we want <laughs> to get? Oh, man, like, I, was, any... I, I was shipping Shell so hard oh, on my, my first gosh. watch of this, so hard. Um, so, um, yeah, then uh, we meet briefly. General Ezda, the Ice Queen herself. Yeah, we don't get to see her in action, but uh, she swiftly conquered this northern region and like like embarrassed their hero mm-hmm. by like forcing him to like lick her boots before he like before she literally like kills her with kills him in like one hit while completely naked on a chain. Like, yep, this is some job of the hut type stuff, but maybe worse. Yep, yep, way worse. And everyone was like, yeah, like, General Ezra, you conquered this place even faster than you usually do. <laughs> and it's like, oh, frick, how is anybody going to be able to beat her? Yeah. And she's Can about I... to meet Night Raid at some point, probably. Ooh. Probably, And then, maybe. Hard Shift. This is, I mean, I kind of consider five and six episodes part one and two because they kind of just bleed into each other. Um, but, uh, well, we meet a girl who cares a lot about justice. Oh, man. And her name is Seryu. And first impressions, it's like, Seryu seems kind of fresh. And her and Tatsumi seem to have some similar values. And uh, so they're talking a little bit about um, she's carrying an imperial arm that looks a little fleshier. It's like a dog thing. And (laughs) um, he's like, so and, a dog. Lot. and so he asked her, like, so do all of, like, the Imperial Guards, like, have um, Imperial Arms? And she's like, no, nah, like, this, this thing basically killed a bunch of the Guards. And so they started experimenting on all of us, like, lower-level people. And uh, he responded to my righteous heart. <laughs> precious. Absolutely precious. We love her. And, yeah. uh... I, I cannot. Uh-uh. <laughs> in addition to that, um, we get a backstory because, like, she is, she was close with the ogre because he trained her, and 
she's like, I want to be as strong as possible with the Superior Army. He's like, well, I know of a doctor who can perform some experiments on you, but I got to warn you, they will hurt like hell. And she's like, anything for justice. And that is where we end the episode. Justice. You there, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> what no. was everyone's thoughts on this on this episode? No. <laughs> Josh, what were your thoughts on the episode? No. You completely enjoyed- separate from anything else. Josh, what did you think of this character before the next episode? Oh, I loved her. I thought she was so cool. I thought I was okay, about to say, like, this is the type of girl that Josh falls for. So this, this is what I was thinking. I thought like, oh, she's going to like figure out that the Empire is evil and all this kind of stuff. And she's going to join the team. She's going to join Night Raid. Yeah, it's going to be like super cool. And like, you know, maybe she'll like become really good friends with uh, uh, with Tatsumi. And it'll be like almost. Uh, and then there'll be like some rivalry between her and Akame, like kind of like the Darling and the Franks type stuff, you know? Um and that is exactly how it happened. <laughs> a tale as old as time. Oh, but yeah, that's what I thought of her. I liked the episode. I thought it was super cool. I was um the uh the, the shell thing though I think was really big and really huge. Like their their growth Amazing. and they really do well in just like introducing you with a character really fast, yet it feels like authentic, great pacing, and you like the character. So they've done that with most of them. Um, and uh, and we got introduced to the Ice Queen, which was pretty cool. So I, as an episode as a whole, like I really liked the episode. And yeah, it was a part one build up, but you didn't realize that until the next episode. Mm-hmm. Which, since we are short on time. <laughs> We can we can start talking about. Yep, JC hit us with it. Okay, <laughs> episode six, kill the absolute justice. <laughs> what a title! What a title! Oh, I love it. So, this episode starts with Tatsumi and Leone. Uh, infiltrating this uh, temple to assassinate a bunch of uh, drug smugglers. And it's it's basically a brothel. Yes. And what, what were your guys' thoughts on this scene? Uh, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And as something I've said, like how the show dives into like real world problems and stuff like that. I, I do like that they take the step into it. And yeah, I said uh, sex trafficking in the show just keeps diving into darker yet real world problems. So, yeah, I it's obviously not an element for the faint of heart. No. Should be taken seriously, completely. Um, and I love Leone and Tatsune's reaction to what goes on. Yeah, because they're horrified and they're like ready to like get some stuff done. And yeah. she was awesome. That final blow that she took to the guy. Oh, Leone? Yes. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sick with that last punch. This was really, like, the first time we get to see, like, the focus on her powers. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her fighting and stuff like that, yeah. 
I, I like that a lot. And it was cool that she she knew one of the girls who was in traffic there. Mm-hmm. And that personal element that we got to see her reaction. That mm-hmm. they did they did really good by making that connection be there. I thought I half expected to see like a little bit of some flashbacks of her and the friend. Um uh, but we didn't because we got to see flashbacks with all the other characters and how they became mm-hmm. who they became. But Leone is still not. So yeah, we will have to wait and see. Yes, we shall wait and see. Yep. So hard cut. Seru yeah. ubiquitous. <laughs> Ooh, what a name! Yeah. What a name! <laughs> yes. Uh, good Pretty old cute. Miss- Pretty <laughs> cute. <laughs> we get to uh, really see her personality shine in this episode. <laughs> she is delightful. <laughs> she had no red flags, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what red flags? None. I didn't even see any flags. Nope. <laughs> Man, okay, so I think she she recognized Shell because of the fact that Shell was on a wanted on- poster. Yeah. So she starts coming after Night Raid. It was what? Shell, mine, and uh It was just Shell and Mine. Yeah, just mm-hmm. them two. Yeah. So they're fighting Siryu and is crazy because Seryu, of course, has Imperial Arms, her little dog thing. So somebody's dying. We know that much. Mm-hmm. We just yep. So it's already just like, oh no. And, it's going down again already. Uh, and Seryu, like, gets her arms ripped off. And it's crazy. And they're all trying to figure out where the dog thing has, like, its weak spot so they could actually, like, kill it. But Sarah... Regeneration on that thing is crazy. Oh, yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah, it was their introduction to a a, uh, a arm that was biological. So that was the first one, right? And they kind of talked about it or some of them. They didn't say how many there were out there, correct? No, I don't think they mentioned that. No, they just said, oh, this is one of... She's like, didn't you read Shell in the book? This is one of them organic types. Yeah, the organic <laughs> imperial arm. This is one of them squishy arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty cool concept. I'm I'm down mm-hmm. to see that. It's kind of like a sword. Kind of just a squishy sword. <laughs> a big <laughs> squishy sword. It's like the pillow town in Adventure Time. Yeah, no. it, it it actually reminded me a lot of Jujutsu Kaisen. What we mm-hmm. just saw. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. JC, have you seen Jujutsu Kaisen? I have not. Okay. Well, so there's something very similar in that, in a way. But it's a great show. <laughs> it's a great show, dude. This thing's like row of like circular teeth when it first starts going at mine. Oh, like, oh crazy. <laughs> We go. It's going down. Oh man! But uh, we finally get to see Seryu's uh, enhancements after she gets her arms ripped off. And this girl's sporting some guns in there. Mm. 
Yep. And she uh, went. She went all the way to achieve her ideals. Oh yeah, she went all the way and then some. Because I'm pretty sure then the guns get like de- incapacitated, and then mm-hmm. then we uh, we find out there's something in her throat, and it's also a gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh man <laughs> and that gun goes off and one of our heroes is on the receiving end. but Josh, it's okay because people get shot all the time right the, yeah people get shot all the time but Josh would you like to talk about what happens <laughs> no well Got oh him. my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, first of all, the this fight scene is probably one of the best that we had seen so far. It was mm-hmm. it was absolutely insane. We saw two imperial arms going at like well, we saw full blast. Yeah, full blast. And this is the first trump card. First of all, that we had we had seen in the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is the first trump card we had seen. Um, the creativity uh, that they use within the characters uh, was amazing. Uh, you know, the the demon, whatever her name is, I don't think I ever want to know her name. Um, uh, her her imperial arms like was pretty awesome. It was really cool, um, and then mind fighting it was. I felt like uh, an unequal distribution of fighting style, which was happened to be the case, which is what left Shell vulnerable. Who was bad matchup? Sometimes it comes down to the matchup. Yeah, it was. It was the matchup, even though it was basically two versus one and a half. Um. And like Sari, you had the element of surprise the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. She, I mean, that was their whole thing. And uh, just, just for ogre, just for ogre, like how and far? Her father. She, how yeah, and her father. But just how far she went with it almost reminded me of like the Terra Deathstroke relationship. Mm. Uh, yeah. Just like how he manipulated her into in many different ways, I kind of was half expecting that to be revealed that they had some sort of like relationship in a way, uh, manipulating her into thinking she was fighting for like the justice that she thought she was, and doing everything like she was willing to lay her body on the line mm-hmm. to do to do it. And well, and she's different. Yeah, from any uh, bad guy so far, because she believes in ideals. Oh yes, um, but yes, she had a gun in her mouth somehow. It was able to fight around. I still don't understand how that happened or how that works. Um, like anime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Cause, cause, like guns in your arms and legs makes sense in a way. How do you fire uh, the I like, like activating a certain muscle. Like, let's say, 
you know, tonsils. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could even break it down to just some random muscle that the triggers are attached to in your body. It can happen some, in real life. It can happen. Yeah, I mean, in in some way it can, but like your 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 flesh would be seared by the the sheer like heat and and all that stuff of it. Anyways, <laughs> guys, I tell you, man. I mean, we experienced Aunt May dying. Oh, oh, well, spoilers in No Way Home. In <laughs> That's no a way nice home. Josh. That's in a nice no way oh, home. Man. Whatever, whatever. We we have a review. That's whatever. A nice you know, go, away, go watch it. That's I how, say that's that how, I, that's how oh, some little boy finds out. <laughs> <laughs> that um, I'm pretty sure I felt Shell's death more. Yeah. Let's Dang. Go. Dang. It, this. It this just... is one of the this is the biggest moment or one of the biggest moments because there's like many more crazy moments in a comic. But this is the moment where I was like, this will go down in Court of Capes history in terms of like moments that impacted us. Yeah, it it was it was a lot. Anime has this amazing ability of making deaths deaths extra dramatic, making you love characters, you know, because Honestly, with live action, sometimes you just don't vibe with someone. They could be a good character, good, like, you know, well-written. But as the actor, you just don't vibe with them. You don't vibe, but, you know. But anime, they have, and in animation, they have full control over, you know, possibly a lot more control of how you feel about a character. And there are just, like, so many animes and animated you know, stuff that makes deaths just hit you so hard, like in Erased or in Young Justice season two, or in uh, in um, Full Metal Alchemist, like oh my goodness, just the this death hit me quite a bit, and her reaction to it, and they had just and, and we were like Curtis was just shipping Shell and Tatsumi so hard, and, and so, so hard. hard, and like their connection, and so like when when she gets shot. She uses, and like her body was ripped in half by the organic uh, weapon, like in its berserker mode. Yes, in its trump card, which was berserk mode, and uh, she used her trump card, which um, Curtis, Anthony, or JC, if you understood, could you explain to me what happened? Like, was it just not used? Like, well, what happened? Tell me, like, what, 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 what happened? What are you talking about? Like, she used her trump card. There was a big light, but nothing happened. No, that's her trump card. Yeah, it's just a shiny light. light. She oh, used it, it was for too. oh, it was for her to get away. Okay, now she I get used, it. She used it beforehand, too. She used it before Berserk happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it was, for, it was for mine to get away, right? Like, that was the thing. That The, the last use of it was, yeah. 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 Okay, I get it now. I get it. But man, dude, that that death was just something else. It's because they 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 got us to like her character a lot, and like her connection Instantly. with the main character just makes you like it even more. It's like mm-hmm. like you're 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 like I don't know if it's on the same quality, but you're like for like Spider Gwen um, and Into the Spider Verse. Like her connection with Miles is like okay, like. This is something, you know, you're really liking that relationship and it, it adds to the quality of the character or your liking of the character. Oh, 
<clears throat> so it it hit me pretty hard and I was just like I'm trying not to cry when I was watching it. I was like I can't do it can't Ooh. do it nope nope uh-uh ah. so, <laughs> it uh it was it was a lot and uh, I always as I told you guys I love like pieces of content that are willing to kill off characters this show doesn't hold back and I'm, I say that over and over again, d- despite how it makes me feel, if I get angry that they do it, you know, like, I think that that, you know, really adds to the quality of something, you know, making you like a character and then killing them off. I mean, <clears throat> they can do it in a short bit of time and you may not even like them, but you understand the weight of who they are, like an Invincible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's just, it was a lot, JC. <laughs> It was a lot, bro. That it was. That it was. We and like I think, I think what makes it even more tragic is how often mine and Shell were in advantageous positions in the battle. Like there were so many moments where you're like, oh, they're gonna win, mm-hmm. or at least they're gonna get away. But then, like as soon as like the camera is focused in on Shell when she gets away from Saryu. And she just gets shot from behind. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. She was like, what's happening? Why can't I move? It's like, ah. Oh, and then, like, a second later, the teeth are coming in for, and you're like, this, this is different. This is oh. one of those different shows. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. Um, that scene was a lot, as well as the, uh, the, the scene afterwards. Well, first of all, the, the demon lady... I keep calling her that. I don't remember her name, but that's just Sarah how I feel about Saryu. Ubiquitous. You be oh gosh, okay. Saryu <laughs> everywhere. She's everywhere. Saryu. Justice uh, is everywhere. Her reaction when she killed uh, Shell was just like, you know, did you see me? Did you see what I done? You know, like Ooh. yeah, you know, talking to just her father, like, kind of going off the edge a little bit. Um, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's that. And then the reaction when Tatsumi finds out and everybody else does. Ooh. I forgot that they told everybody in this episode. I thought that was safe for episode seven. So I was like, oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> and like, it's like Tatsumi, Tatsumi had the reaction we were all expecting, you know, getting super angry and whatever. And they were like, you know, you need to. You knew this was part of the case, you know, when you joined this thing. And I half expected him to say, well, I didn't think anybody was going to die because of how powerful they are. You know, he sees Mm -hmm. their power and he's like, oh, there's no way these guys are going to die. And he's immediately like, tell me who I need to go kill. Yeah. Um, But then mine's reaction was just like, you know, she kept it all internal. Mm -hmm. Um, But she uh, I don't know who's going to actually get the um, vengeance on that. Uh, I think I'd be satisfied with either one, but I, I'm I'm curious to see who who does get the vengeful slice or shot. Um, if it happens, yeah. If it happens, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is a show uh, that that dives into realistic uh, consequences in the world and how things, you know, even though there's fictional elements to it. Man, what if what if Saryu starts like slaying the members of Night Raid one by one? Oof. Oh man, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, we we don't know much about uh, 
Lubbock. So I think at some point they're going to give us an episode where I think two people who would hit a ton if they did die would be Akame or uh, Leone. Like, like that would, would hit. Yeah, that Make would hit. We spent a lot of time with them specifically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, a, and the show is called Akame Got Killed. So it's just like Akame Got Killed. Well, maybe so, it's just Akame gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not do this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not do this. Let's not. <laughs> also, how about the very final scene when Tatsumi goes back to talk to his friends and he feels her presence one more time? Oh, yeah. He was Holy sitting there where he was sitting before and he feels her yeah. Uh, like put her arms around him and it was man like, oh my gosh and then like, it ends man but but we get a tease because winter is coming oh. that's true the ice queen oh. so she's gonna stir some things up bring she's the general general as death she's great bring the chill all right, man. So we will talk about uh, more episodes in the future. Anthony, I do realize that you have to go. Um, so you can head out if you would like, uh, or we can just say we're going to text each other the episodes that we wish to watch or that are assigned in the future. Are we are we ranking these episodes? Yes. Shoot. We can do that too. I have not ranked them. Oh I'm man, Let's, takes like two minutes to rank these episodes. I got my rankings. Okay, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just in opposite order. So at the bottom, kill the darkness, kill the authority, kill your cares, kill the imperial arms user, kill the empty dream, kill the absolute justice at the top. Yeah, I was uh, kind of thinking the same thing. Because it only got better as it went. What do you say? Reverse order works for me, too. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Um, I would almost... Oh, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. uh, Yeah, I I would almost... If I was to, I would almost put four above five. That's fair. uh, because of the moment that Akame had, you know, with the whole mm. my desire to kill her is because I love yeah. her so much. That was awesome. So um, that I'll have the same list, but I'll put uh, "Kill Your Cares" above uh, "Kill the Dream," and then I'll have four above that. There we go. That's it. So that would be that would be one two one two five four three six yes yeah oh wow so number three episode three is your second yeah episode three spoke to you a lot man it was your episode i i like three anthony is a mind man i'm a mind (laughs) man mine is 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 one of my favorite characters nice so I think for me, I just have the numbers here, but starting at the bottom, I think uh, episode two, then episode three, then episode one, I think I liked it a little bit more maybe, just because it set a nice tone and sure. 
It did. It, was- it did. It was a great episode. Mm-hmm. And then just four, five, six. Nice. Yeah, I think we're probably going to have the Tron problem where, like, so many of these episodes are fantastic. It's like, okay, I mean, there's not really very many hot takes here. I mean, I'd be kind of surprised if someone didn't put Kill the Absolute Justice at number one, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, I, I like the take that uh, episode four was on the same level as episode five. Like, they're almost interchangeable for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. For, like, different reasons. Because, like, episode five had great character work and, like, slower moments, whereas, like, four had, like, the best action up to that point. Yep. And just great economy moments overall. Oh, mm-hmm. the economy moments were fantastic. All right. Yeah, let's just do the thing where uh, you text because I, I would like to surprise. It'd be cool, and it'd be a surprise for them as well. Uh, text us your list because we didn't draft, right? Nope. Nope, no drafting this time. No drafting this time. You will text us the list of episodes, and it will be exciting to see what happens in this world and uh, if another death occurs because of a character. Because it'll, I mean, somebody's is saying, I, I'm excited to get to know these characters more because there's definitely still a ton of mystery behind them. All right. That was a great episode, boys. Yeah, it was. Heck yeah. Good stuff. Good content. And we, ladies and gentlemen, will see you later. Court.